found my focus soon as you came into view Highlight and expose the way I think of you Now it's clear as day just what I need to do Start just give it all that you got Cause you don't wanna miss this moment Ready or not You've got to shoot your shot Hey guys, thank you so much for joining me back on this week's episode of Shoot Your Shot This week's episode, I'm taking the podcast in a slightly different direction we're still going to be talking about photography but the type of photography is going to be slightly different and I've got an absolutely amazing guest on this week's episode we've got the lovely Tiana Williams joining us who specializes in maternity and newborn photography her work is absolutely phenomenal and she's actually a Nikon Z creator as well she has so many accolades. She's won multiple awards. She's a part of so many different organizations. And I'm truly, truly so happy to have her as part of the podcast and have her share her wealth of knowledge in giving us tips on how to become a maternity photographer and what newborn photography involves. So I'm really happy to have her on and I hope you're excited as much as I am. But just before I get into that, I've got a really exciting tiny little update that I wanted to give you guys. For any of you guys that are listening, I'm really excited. I'm actually working on a little course where I'm going to be able to provide you with a huge amount of benefits. It's still a work in progress, but I'm really excited about it. I'm actually trialing it out very, very soon with a select few people just to see and gain some feedback from them. And once it's up to scratch and up to the standard that I need it to be at, I'm going to be releasing that and having it available to all you guys that are listening. So please look out for that. It's going to be a really big move. But anyway, let's get into this episode. Okay, and we're joined with. Thank you. I'm Tiana, so of Tiana J. Williams Photography. Um, I'm a photographer based in Birmingham, and I specialise in maternity. You do newborn as well, don't you? I do. So a number of my clients also ask me to photograph their babies as well. So I'm happy to do that. Um, those are much tougher than having an adult (laughs) in front of you who can just, you know, do as you ask them. And I always say to clients that baby's the boss. Um. Mm. But yeah, I do newborns That as must well. take a lot of patience. Yes. <laughs> but it's so funny because like, you know, every year I do these Christmas sessions um, for children and they are tougher than the newborns oh, because really? they also equally don't listen. Whereas at least with a baby, once they're asleep, yeah. they're not going anywhere and you can like do your thing. Have your mini sessions open for Christmas now? Yeah, I'm actually almost done. I'm finishing on the 12th of November. Um, It's been good. Not as busy as last year, but I think I didn't market it as well. I had a lot of things going on. It was very last minute decisions. So is this something new that you started? 
Um, I've been doing Christmas minis for the last couple of years. Um, and what's nice is the same families come back each oh, year. Nice. So um, it's nice to see their children grow and equally if their family grows as well. So they'll like bring a new baby and That's it's lovely because cool. you get to be a part of that journey. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. So I wanted to ask sort of how did you get into photography to begin with and just sort of what led you that way? Okay. Um, so I bought a camera in 20, I think it was maybe 2015. And the reason why I bought one was because I went on holiday with my so-called underwater phone okay. <laughs> and, um, water got into it and it got damaged and I lost a lot of my pictures. And was this iPhone or Android? It was oh, Android. Oh, it was Android. <laughs> this is why I'm iPhone. <laughs> I know, I learned my lesson. Um, so yeah, I decided, let me get a proper camera because then I can, you know, I'll have a safer place to store yeah. my images. Although I could have just took the SD card and backed up, but I know that now yeah. it was a lesson. <laughs> um, so, you know, I went into Courier's PC world and I said, um, I like taking pictures. I don't have a massive budget. I just want something that I can change the lens on. Yeah. Um, and I can have a bit of fun with it and do, you know, very general stuff. I didn't know what I wanted to do and actually didn't know I wanted to be a photographer at this point. Yeah. Um, so the guy said, okay, great. We've got, um, you know, do you have a preference Nikon, Canon? And I was like, I just want a camera. <laughs> Thanks. So he kind of pointed me into, um, the direction of a Nikon D3200 with a kit lens. Um, and I had a bit of room in my budget. So I bought the 50 mil 1.8 to go with it. And that's where that started. But again, I wasn't planning on being a photographer at that point. Um, and I didn't use it that much because I was like scared to have it out. <laughs> so I just, big, massive, big, massive yeah, I was like, oh my gosh, everyone's going to see me with a camera in my hand and think, oh, what's she doing? So yeah. um, I did just very small things. Or like if I went for like a walk, I'd just take pictures of like, oh, there's a squirrel or leaves and try to practice like leading. Okay. Okay. You know that stuff? Because yeah. I started to look on YouTube. Um, but the biggest kind of push into photography for me was um, when I had my first daughter in 2016. So I took a year of maternity um, and then I had to go back. I was very sad. Um, but I used that time to take pictures of her because I wanted to capture her as she grew. Now, I find it very, I laugh about it now, but I never thought to search for a newborn photographer. So I don't have like professional yeah, yeah. newborn pictures i look back at them and they are absolutely shocking i mean i love them because it's her but people. they were not good <laughs> you won't see them anymore um and that kind of got me into it and so i wasn't enjoying my return to work um i didn't feel that supported as like a new mom and i was working as a midwife supporting new moms and it just yeah. it was really jarring to me mm. that the same level of support i wanted to give to them i wasn't getting from my employer yeah so, um, yeah, I just went with it, decided to start a little business, registered with HMRC. And that was that. I started getting people ask me if I could um, take pictures of their children and more families. And then every now and again, I'd have someone who would be like, I'm pregnant. Can you take pictures of me? And I'd say, yeah, sure, if you want. Um, and I really enjoyed that. And I found that I didn't really like... Um, cake smashes like milestone okay. sessions yeah. and I wasn't enjoying like family events so christenings mm. birthdays I did a few not my cup of tea <laughs> when I had like a maternity or a newborn session yeah. I just I loved it and I thought I could really do something with this um so I kind of took myself down that path and yeah. I started booking with other photographers having awesome. workshops and training and then 
spending endless hours on YouTube. <laughs> like, how do I do this? What do yeah. I do with my lights? And um, and mentioning lights, I started off with the cheapest, worst possible lights off Amazon that you could find. <laughs> I knew nothing. I so we've, I all, done we've all done it, right? Yeah. It's like a rite of passage. Um, and then uh, after I had the lighting class, I thought, right, I need to get myself some proper lights and um, get going. And things just yeah just kind of moved from there and i got more into it and just fell in love with the art and creativity of it that's awesome so when you first did start out how is it that you kind of went towards the maternity road like i imagine that you like you said you started out with you know cakes matches weddings parties etc etc um but how was it that people started looking towards you for like maternity shoots and family shoots sure um i guess because my career as a midwife really helped um make people feel more confident in me as a person so um you know I started talking about that more and that I was so passionate about midwifery um and pregnancy and care of women and that's why I wanted to photograph them so I sort of linked the two together and it felt supernatural because I was so passionate about pregnancy anyway yeah um so taking pictures of pregnant women just became like my thing and (laughs) it just it went from there but I genuinely do love it and I still feel like in some ways I get to be a midwife because we talk about like birth and pregnancy and newborns and feeding and you know what it's like being a parent and I can talk to them about that professionally, but also from my own experience as well. So I think it was just meant to be, which is what I love about that. Awesome. Did you ever have a patient come and have shoes? Actually, yeah, thinking about really? it. Yeah, well, I think back a while ago now. So um, a mum that I cared for in labour, and it's so funny when I tell you this story, um, her best friend... Um, were cousins of mine oh really (laughs) so like during like when she was in labor she was having a facetime video and i heard someone go is that tiana and i was like (laughs) what and then she was like wait a minute how do you guys know each other and it just turned out obviously we were family so then yeah she eventually she did have a maternity session with me she Mm -hmm. had like a christmas shoot um and we we became like good friends so our kids used to spend time together but it's so funny because you look back and think imagine that's like how we met in the first place yeah. um so yeah no it's, it's cool it's really good that's crazy so typically on a maternity shoot how long does it take you prior to the actual shoot happening how mm-hmm. long does it take you to kind of set up um as a set up on the day do you mean or um i guess it depends on what the client's having so it can easily be like you know 20 30 minutes Mm. um of kind of session prep time where i'm like backdrops and things but when i think about my work i tend not to have too many other things going on other Mm. elements so i've tried to kind of shorten that time to just keep the focus on mom um but what i will say is in terms of with the client now i do have a consultation before the session um it just means that we get to meet before the shoot and talk about what they want to do they get to see the studio so that by the time the day comes when they come in they're like not nervous and thinking first time i've been here just gonna expect me to know what to do know how to pose i'm like it's really not like that like we'll do it together it's a process and a journey so um you know you don't have to come in thinking that you have to be like tyra banks or something (laughs) and just know what to do so yeah yeah, there's i try to kind of add all of that extra value in so people Mm. feel taken care of rather than oh i'm just going in to have some pictures taken that makes sense do you have like themes and stuff as well that you do is it 
something that you guys discuss in your initial consultation? We usually discuss what they want out of the shoot. And in all fairness, I kind of have like a mini sort of consultation, if you will, before they actually book in just to get a good idea of what they really want. So, um, you know, some clients say, you know, I'm looking out for a really modest photo shoot. I don't want to do any, like, I don't want my bump showing. I don't really want to show any of my body. I just want to kind of capture that time. And then I get others who are like, I really want bold colors. I want to look powerful and strong. I want to wear crowns. So it's all very, very different. And I like to know beforehand what they want, because I think it's really important that I'm the right person to do it. Um, I don't use a lot of dresses and big like fluffy kind of gowns. They're beautiful and anyone that can do them well, I have massive respect for. (laughs) I just don't do them that well. And I feel that when I have done in the past, I spend too much time focusing on trying to make the dress look right. And um, you have to remember that there's somebody wearing it. So I thought, how about I just get rid of that altogether and (laughs) just do what I know I can do best. And it works better that way. I'm pretty sure you probably had some clients that are quite body conscious. How do you kind yeah. of come to terms with that? How do you deal with that? Definitely. I try to reassure them wherever possible. And this is, again, where the consultation comes in. And I yeah. say to them, look, you tell me what you feel like you want me to pay more attention to during the session because I want you to be happy and comfortable. Um, I also tell them that, look, you're not alone in having these insecurities. Like every single pregnant woman that comes in every single person on the planet has some form of insecurity so don't feel like it's just you and it's this big thing even though it feels like that to them so it's a lot of reassurance and encouragement and then you need to just be a bit smarter about how you pose them Mm. you know if they don't like their arms and they don't want them shown then maybe go for something that's got long sleeves so you can't see them um or you know if they have stretch marks and they don't want them shown mm-hmm. you can cover the bump or i can remove them in photoshop um and that's stretch marks are a really important one because for some um clients that i have they do want to see them because yeah. it's taken them so long to have those stretch marks they mean so much yeah. you know for somebody who's had ivf or something like that exactly. they're like you know this is part of it for me so mm-hmm. please don't remove them and i love that because they're just they're like i am who i am and what i am and this is what i want to show so it's nice that's amazing yeah so from your experience then new mothers then when's best to kind of shoot yeah so i invite clients to come in for their sessions from about 29 30 weeks Mm -hmm. um this is because you know bumps usually a really nice size and mom's probably going to have the most energy around that time before the baby starts putting on a lot of weight (laughs) not for everyone but in most cases so for a lot of women they've kind of passed the kind of morning sickness stage um you know and they're just starting to like get things ready um they feel like they have a bump to Mm. show now so they feel like i actually look like i'm pregnant so there's a lot of, of of positive kind of feelings going on at that point which is really nice um the energy levels are really important because it's a long day coming in having your makeup and hair done and then doing a two-hour shoot so you really want them to be able to give it their best um the reason why i try not to have it too much later is because one if the baby's born and they miss the (laughs) shoot (laughs) and um i've only had that happen maybe once or twice okay two i really don't necessarily want someone to go in labor in the studio 
I mean, I could handle the situation, but it's just not ideal. I'd rather not have to do that. Um, and yeah, again, their comfort levels, like, you know, when they're kind of approaching the due date, they just want to sit down, rest and just like, you know, you can like be born now. Um, so it's much harder and I try and encourage clients to come a little bit earlier. Some say, you know, can I just do it around 35, 36 weeks? Um, and I kind of try and take it case by case. Um, there's obvious reasons for some, like, you know, if they've had like a loss Mm. and they just need to get to that point for their own mental health. And of course, you know, um, their baby's wellbeing, then fine. Um, but I do try to kind of, you know, let's, let's come in a little bit earlier so you've got a bit more energy because by the time you get to that point, you're going to be so fed up and like, oh, I'm just tired now. Everything's ready. I just yeah. want the baby here. Whereas they still feel good about themselves at, yeah. around that point. But throughout the shoot, mm-hmm. do you find yourself posing the plans or do you kind of let them do their own thing or how does it go? It's a combination of two things okay. um, because I try to incorporate very natural movements, but also I know that some people are very nervous, so it can be very kind of like stiff and don't know how to relax. <laughs> so I do a bit of both and I kind of yeah. judge it and see, you know, okay, how about we do this together? I'll stand next to you. We'll both do this and we'll work it out that way. Whereas some clients are just naturally have a really good movement about yeah. them. And I'm like, can you, can you just like do that again? That was really nice. So um yeah i play it by ear Fair enough. you touched on this earlier on mm. have you actually ever had a time going to labor during yeah. the shoot not during but i think the closest was about three days oh. yeah and that's happened twice so i had a client it's so funny she it's said only to a matter me of time that, then yeah <laughs> um and i'm like i wonder if like all the stretching and things we did help i don't know yeah, she said, oh my gosh, I hope that, like, oh, I'm waiting. I'm glad I've had my shoot and I'm waiting for my sofa to be delivered. Um, and then she had the baby on Sunday. So she let me know. She was like, I'm so glad we did my shoot. My sofas yeah. came and then the baby was born. It was a great day. Um, and then I had um, a mum come and model for me. Mm-hmm. And she said she went into labour three days later. I don't know what it is about this three-day business. Is there something in this? <laughs> have you ever had some of the mothers who you've shot for as a maternity shoot, have they mm-hmm. ever reached out? Because you've done newborn, newborn shoots as well. They reached out and ever asked you to do the newborn shoot. Yeah, and it's so nice to get to meet their, their new person in their family. Um, it's lovely. And, you know, like I said, you kind of already built that relationship with them. They've already trusted you to do their maternity. Yeah. Um, so they're like, it just kind of makes sense for them to come back and have the newborn. So I don't have to search for somebody else um, to come and do it. I know you're fine. I know your studio and I know you'll take care of us. So, yeah, it's lovely. How often do you do that then in terms of like timing? So say the newborn's born, mm-hmm. how long will you wait for you? Bring them into the sure. Um, I usually say to clients between seven, any time from seven days. Mm. Um, industry wise, we ideally under like the sixteen day mark is best. Um, just because you know you get tiny curly babies that like to just fold into these sweet little poses. Um, but I wouldn't turn someone away if they were like their baby was twenty one days old or twenty eight days old. I'd just say, you know what we may not necessarily get this pose. You have to set their expectations, course, but yeah. 
all they want at the end of the day is nice pictures of their baby. Yeah. So I'm going to say, yeah, sure, bring them in and we'll just work it out. You know, yeah. if we can get some of the other poses done, then perfect. If not, I, I find something else to focus on, like eyelashes or, you know, their baby has like a little curl of hair at the top of their head. That's so <laughs> cute. Or like, you know, details, fingernails. And yeah. if they smile, then... You, you're doing a good job because like good. you know they're like oh my baby's a poser and you're like i know so cute so you just work with it i've always noticed this and i've always wanted to ask so when you have like really tiny babies like seven days mm. maybe maybe just a little bit more than that do you ever get nervous kind of folding them into <laughs> the different kind of poses that you have i don't it scares me so much <laughs> when i see it it looks amazing but yeah. it just scares me it's a lot, but I think because of my past history as a midwife, I mean, I've handled the newest of newest newborn babies, yeah. so I'm very confident with that, and then I make sure I have training at least once a year if I can, um, with someone whose work I adore and is a great professional with newborns, just to kind of keep my skills up to date, but um, yeah, I, I love it, I'm like, oh, just give me this little baby and we'll, <laughs> we'll do our little thing, yeah. Fair you mentioned earlier on as well that you shot other genres of photography as well. Do you still do that ever? Or? Mm, I do. So I've actually been dabbling into a little bit of headshots and branding. So that kind of side of things. So business to business. And I'm enjoying the process because it's different. Um, and each of the outcomes that they want from their images um, is never the same. So it's nice variety. And then weddings. I'm no wedding pro. I don't profess to be. <laughs> I just I did a lot of second shooting so I, I felt confident enough to do weddings. Um but they are it's just such a long day and a lot goes into it and I'm I love my studio work so yeah, I think eventually I'll let the weddings <laughs> leave those to the pros, the proper pros. So for people who are actually getting into maternity shooting and newborn mm-hmm. photography, is there any kind of particular advice that you'd give to them? Um, I would say to Try not to get so invested in props um, because you don't need it. And it's yeah. not that you shouldn't have them, but you don't need everything. I know when I was getting started, I wanted to have all the baskets and the bowls and the outfits. And you, you really don't need to spend all that money on that. Invest in training um, because you'll have the knowledge for like lighting, posing, editing and the styling and business is also very, very important. The rest of it will come when you start getting your clients coming in and they're booking and purchasing images and you get the money, then you can start reinvesting. Um, I found that I sold a lot of stuff that I just wasn't using anymore because it wasn't my style and I didn't, I didn't want to use it. It just, I was, I was just so much like faff. <laughs> there's like there's too much stuff let me scale it back because that's what i was most happy doing yeah. um so yeah i would say you know even if you've got like some money put aside and you want to buy all the things go for the training first especially business training because that's where you know that's where you'll you'll make your money back is literally learning how to run a business um i wish i knew that at the beginning but then i'm also you know very grateful for those that recommended me different people to go to for training because i feel like that's how i grew and then i kind of the business stuff came afterwards but at the right time for me but that's my own journey the other thing would be to practice 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 and practice um you know you've got to feel comfortable and confident and that's how your own style will grow if you're not practicing then it's really hard to 
filter out all the noise and all the ideas from other people and then you just get kind of you get stuck because you want to do what this person's doing and this one and this one and then you can't you know you can't hear your own ideas and your own kind of feelings about what you want to do and again when you're at the very beginning it's so hard (laughs) it's so hard because you can see all of the people that you are inspired by and people that are locally around you and you just want to be as good as them um or better whichever you know however you look at it but you've really got to sit and listen to your own voice because then that's where you know yeah see i feel that so much because Mm -hmm. i know for a fact when i first started out i i made that mistake i kind of everyone does everybody does a bunch of photographers yeah and I wanted to be like him, I wanted to be like her, and yeah. I wanted to just do Definitely. the same thing and the same poses. And I think that applies across all photography. Definitely well. does. It really, really does. Yeah. I mean, I'm not trying to say that you shouldn't look yeah. at these people because it's nice to be like, you know, have something to aspire to. But you've got to also, you know, protect your own identity in your photography because at the end of the day, that's what your clients are going to come yeah. to you for. They're going to see you and your work and be like, yep. Yeah, that's the perfect person for me rather than I wonder if I can like maybe get a carbon copy of someone else because in that situation no one's going to be happy you're not you're going to be stressed trying to copy someone else and they're going to be like piling all this pressure on you and then also if it doesn't work out then you've got an unhappy customer so yeah let's leave that all behind and and be yourself speaking of which speaking of mentors when you first started then did you have any mentors um so i had different i never had like a mentor per se although i had i did have a photographer who um she was lovely and she was really kind of invested in my own journey growing so she always helped with like resources and things like that on where to look for training who to go to for training some of the better videos to watch on youtube um but i think that also came out of just putting yourself out there and networking a little bit and just asking as many questions as possible and you know if you feel like someone is you know teaching you the right stuff then you know think about booking them for training if you like what they're saying and what they're showing because then you know you'll grow so much more from that so yeah. um yeah i've had mentors more recently this kind of part of my career because i could afford to pay somebody yeah. um and that's not an option for everyone at the beginning so um ask a lot of questions <laughs> <laughs> speaking of which, just running it back to um like your own shoots Mm -hmm. typically speaking do you actively encourage partners to be involved as well or is it more kind of to do with the individual cool i i always say if you have a partner husband wife you know then they should take part because it's a celebration of a time that you're all experiencing together um but i do definitely want to focus on like the mom in the maternity because i just think even as you know with my own experiences you become like second to the fact that you're growing a human and everyone's like oh you know and they kind of forget you're there and the whole idea for me is to empower and encourage and support and get them to like love themselves and see themselves as this like incredible person so um yeah i do say bring your partner bring your children as well if you have other kids and then let them go and then we can focus on you so yeah 
So it's a nice little mix. Yeah, definitely. I mean, some do come on their own. They're like, this is for me. Yeah, <laughs> like, enough. this is for me. <laughs> you know, um, whether it's like their first baby, their third or their, their last, they're yeah. all, you know, they all have that point where they're like, I need to do this for me because I want it to feel good and I want to remember this time. I might not do it again. Um, or this is the first time. And, you know, after if I have more children, I might not do this session again because, <laughs> you know, they really want to just do it and get the most out of it. So. Awesome. I think that's a good place to finish off. Yeah. Thank you so amazing. much. Before we do, if you can tell us a little bit about what's coming up for you and kind of plug yourself. <laughs> I hate that bit. <laughs> okay, so um I'm gonna be recording some educational videos for um a company called Milky Way. Uh, they're based in Canada. Yeah. Um and every year they get a number of photographers internationally to um teach a segment on their own genre. Um, so this will be the second time I'm doing this, uh, so I'm really looking forward to that and the videos will be ready in January. Um, I'm speaking at the Society's Convention again um, next year. Oh, really? Yeah, oh, so that'll be fun. That's in March. Thank you. Yay! <laughs> And yeah, I'm just hoping to kind of, you know, step a bit more out of my comfort zone, do a little bit more teaching and I want to travel more. So lots of things in the pipeline. Yeah. So Milky Way, where yeah. will we be able to see these videos? Um, so you can go to the Milky Way online retreat. Um, I think it's called the Milky Way newborn, maternity and newborn retreat. Oh, I'm not quite sure. <laughs> um, and you can at the moment actually have a competition um, where you can win a ticket. Oh, great. Um, which will be great. So that's on my Facebook page, which is Tiana J. Williams Photography, and also on my Instagram. And you can follow the link and enter the competition. You never know, you might win. But the videos are great because, again, you get, I think there's there's at least 20 instructors, maybe more. Yeah. Um, and we're all, all of our videos are going to be at least half an hour long. So for the amount of, like, education you're going to get yeah. is insane. Like, it's so, so, so worth it. And... Even if I'm not taking part as an instructor, I buy the courses every year because, again, you learn so much. And sometimes there's stuff on business, yeah. lighting, posing, editing, how to get clients. You know, there's, wow. there's tons, tons, tons going on. So it's well worth it. That's um, amazing. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much Thank for joining you. me. Thank you. Thanks and for having me. I can't wait to watch your videos. Thank you so much. Thanks right. a lot. Thank you guys again and take care. Found my focus soon as you came into view Highlight and expose the way I think of you Now it's clear as day just what I need to do Don't ever stop, just give it all that you got Sure.